There is a different kind of scary, apparently, apparently, that exists at Hamilton Place. You may not have picked it up when you were in there watching a concert or watching a performance of some kind, but apparently the place is haunted. Apparently there are ghosts who live in Hamilton Place. I'm not making this up. The person who, I don't know if I can say believes it the strongest, but she is going to be leading a tour, leading a show, leading a fine, well, come meet the ghost, I guess, for the lack of a better term, on Friday at Hamilton Place is... Spooky Steph Lechniak. That's what she, that she calls herself that. I'm not insulting her. She is the owner of Haunted Hamilton and a paranormal investigator. She joins me now. Steph, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm listening. Now, I'm great. Um, for some people, if I were to introduce them as Spooky Steph, they might take that as an insult. You're okay with that? I'm okay with it. It is a, a nickname that I absolutely adore. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, everywhere I'm going now, it's uh, it's not Stephanie anymore. It's Spooky or Spooky Steph. Everybody's calling me that now. Where did it come from? Did you come up with it or someone else give it to you? Well, it, you know what? It's it's funny where um, probably about a couple years ago, I was living right in downtown Hamilton, and I lived in this apartment on the second floor right above the main entrance, and some friends would start coming in vi- to visit me, and I always had my balcony open, so they would just start calling out, Spooky, Spooky, <laughs> and the nickname just kind of stuck from there. Is there any, I mean, if someone saw you, is there any, any other reason that they would come up with that, or could you walk through society and no one would ever know who you were. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, like I said, three years ago, I looked kind of different than I look now. I had hot pink hair, <laughs> and I was known for my crazy uh, leggings. So I stood out like a sore thumb in Hamilton, which kind of worked in my favor because people stopped me to talk, and then I talk about haunted Hamilton, and that's how you learn the best ghost stories, stopping people on the street. So, okay, before we get to all the ghost stories, mm-hmm. where where does this interest come from? How do you become other than the pink hair and the leggings, how do you become Spooky Steph? Where does this background originate from? Well, my my background uh, always originated in uh, sheer love for Hamilton's history. Hamilton has such an awesome history that at a time far exceeded even Toronto, um, you know, so the buildings that used to stand in downtown. Now, the funny thing is it took me to leave Hamilton for one year. I went to school in Toronto uh, for web design. I actually went to the school where they filmed Degrassi uh, High, which was pretty cool. You and Drake were hanging out together for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah. I left. I left. Uh, I left Hamilton, and I missed it so much that when I came back, I couldn't wait to delve back into the history. And then I remember the timing was interesting because there was a house on Hamilton Mountain, right at the escarpment on at Sam Lawrence Park, uh, and it was slated to be demolished. And it was called the Belvedere Mansion, or it was also known as Bellevue. And it was in such a heated debate because the owner wanted to tear it down, but it was basically like a sister home to Whitehern. And uh, what even more impactful because it had a original widow's walk on the top, which overlooked the whole city. And basically he went in the middle of the night and tore it down and didn't give anybody a chance to go in and salvage anything historic. So it caused uproar. Now during this uproar, before it was torn down, just a few days before, I snuck in uh, and I, I have now the last remaining photos ever taken of Bellevue uh, on the inside. And I posted that on the Haunted Hamilton website. And that's actually where the very first Haunted Hamilton website started. I was 18 years old, uh, 1999. And yeah, I, I needed a website to post these pictures to create some you know, some uh, controversy about it, and boom, Haunted Hamilton started. And was there and, s- was there some reason when you went in there, was there something mm-hmm. that struck 
you that it was haunted? Did you get a sense that there was something? Absolutely. Yeah. It was notoriously haunted at the time. Legends were swirling. And the reason is because uh, it had kind of an Amityville legend to it, where in the 70s, um, basically a child went kind of insane and killed the family. And, and then, you know, 30 years later, apparently they say that a father did the same thing and hung himself in the attic. Now, you know, that's just legend speculation. Something has to start somewhere. So we did a little digging, and at the time, as far as we got, was realizing that CHCH had actually done a report on these murders ages ago. But it, at the time, I was 18. I didn't have the money. It was hundreds and hundreds of dollars just for them to even try and dig it up. So right now it's still kind of a mystery what really happened. Um, but it was, it, it was legends of a woman with flaming red hair that, sh- that could be seen on the second floor windows and um, saw a ghost up in the attic. And the property itself holds energy, and it's still there sitting vacant. The, there was a stipulation where he had to rebuild within two years on the property, and he never did, and it's there vacant still to this day. Steph, you you do know that in every single horror movie, what ends up happening is somebody like you, a young woman, goes into the haunted place rather than turning the other direction and bad, bad things happen. What would make you decide you want to go into the building instead of just say, oh, yeah, nice building from the outside, that's cool, I'll take a picture and see you later? Well, obviously it's my career, but the thing is, there's been this kind of illusion for the past 20 years, which is how long I've been running Haunted Hamilton, that spooky stuff has been a fearless leader. (laughs) And it's actually the complete opposite. For 15 years here, I've been the biggest chicken in the world. Now, you can't send me alone in a haunted building, because I'll run the other way. (laughs) Uh, That's smart, though. That's just smart. It's smart because you also need a witness. <laughs> but um, on the other hand, some, my life has changed very recently. Both, you know, I, I look different, but also on the inside, I feel different. And because of this and also a recent health scare I went through, something opened up. And I'm not scared of death anymore. I'm not scared of anything anymore other than just living life to its fullest. And ever since I made that realization, which was only a couple months ago, everything is starting to open up. And uh, I'm just seeing things differently. And, yeah, it's, things are getting more interesting, actually. I'm going into places with no fear. I'm experiencing ghosts. I'm starting to see spirits, hear them. And it's getting pretty intense. But uh, all around, just being able to stand in a historic location is, is the, the ultimate thrill. Okay, so you're going to Ham. You're taking people into Hamilton Place, and not just into the theater part. I understand you're taking them sort of into the the mm-hmm. guts and underneath and different places in in Hamilton Place. Is this is this a building that traditionally is known for its hauntings, or is this, or are you sort of bringing something new that nobody else knew was there? Well, here's where this is going to get interesting and juicy. So, uh, for everybody who's listening right now, this is going to be a first. Hamilton Place, everybody knows as the theater where you go see concerts and shows and everything. I heard you joking about it earlier. (laughs) I saw Marilyn Manson there a few years ago. Now, the thing is, Hamilton Place and that whole kind of entertainment complex has been legendarily haunted since the 70s, since its inception, and uh, for many reasons. But the one main reason we can't figure out, and we've only spoken about, was this elusive lady in red who haunts there. And she stands on the main stage, both sometimes off hours where only crew see her, but also right during a performance where people in the audience will kind of poke their head up because a woman in the 1980s flaming red dress will appear on stage where she shouldn't, Uh, wrong era, and all of a sudden she'll appear there and she'll start to weep. But what makes her interesting is that she's weeping tears of blood and they're streaming down her cheek. 
And so nobody knows why she's there. So I'm trying to dig into that. And there's also the legendary uh, rumors of tunnels underneath. Now, when I say tunnels, there's there's theater tunnels, right? But the thing with Hamilton Place is that they have such a complex tunnel system underneath that people get lost there all the time, crew, uh, everybody. So there is a, a legend down there in the tunnels. Now, we have access for the first time ever in history. Nobody has ever had access this way Haunted Hamilton does, where they're allowing us into these tunnels underneath the stage into parts that haven't been seen since they built the place. Um, and also behind the scenes uh, on the stage, everywhere we want to go in Hamilton Place, we have a nice route planned where you haven't seen before. So this and we're going to search for ghosts. This lady in red. Okay, so I, I've been to, I don't know how many things at Hamilton Place. Um, I've never seen her. You, you really believe that she exists in there? Well, let me tell you this, okay? I've been, like I said, I've been talking about this for 20 years with a bit of a chuckle because it sounds too good to be true. It sounds very theatrical, and you never know. But, but then the thing is, Mitch Markowitz and I, uh, you know, the co-producer and co-star of Hilarious House of Frightenstein, he played Hippie Dude. He is, um, he was with me uh, uh, when I was doing the Hamilton Spectator interview. Now, we had Graham Rockingham with us, Kathy Coward, and two staff from Hamilton Place and myself and Mitch. And we did a mini investigation for the first time, kind of just to see what the hotspots were. And all of a sudden, uh, I, we have our ghost equipment, right? And one of the meters started going off. And when it goes off, it means there's a spirit present and it can communicate via yes or no by lighting up and making sounds. And it started going off. And I just thought for fun, and because maybe the spectator would like to see this, I said, okay, is this the lady in red? And it answered, yes. And then I'm like, okay, so I went with it. And it started actually communicating with me. And what I gathered from it is that this truly was some kind of woman who wanted to communicate, and she was there for a reason. We don't know why. She seems to be from the 1980s. Was it a tragic accident? Was she an actress? We're not sure, but we're going to dig into dig into it this Friday. We're bringing all of our equipment. We have state-of-the-art equipment. We have our team. Mitch is going to be there. You can get your picture with him, and we're going to do an investigation. It's a real paranormal investigation. This isn't hokey. We're going to have our equipment, and you can be a part of it. The last 1980s lady in red that I remember was a song by Chris DeBerg, not someone, not a not a ghost at that Hamilton Place Theater. Now that was kind of scary too. That song, I'll be honest with you. I, you hear that enough, you start to get a little fearful that you might actually hear it again. But, um, but this, okay. So, has anyone else? Uh, do other people? see this are there are there people mm-hmm. who will say un, i mean you're saying that you believe it but are there other people who will yeah. actually say they've seen this this is the best part is like i said staff crew members um stagehands they all started seeing her but you know you're nervous to talk about this with coworkers because you don't want to seem a little crazy right but then that's the beauty of Haunted Hamilton. I put it out there, and people don't feel so scared to talk about it anymore, and people start coming forward. And so I'm hearing from staff members there alike where they're saying, yeah, we've seen her, and now people are coming out of the woodwork, and this is when all the stories start happening. And these are from legitimate sources. See, because every ghost that I've ever heard of before, I'll be honest with you, has mm-hmm. always been dressed as a 1904 Victorian era, yep. crazy old lady from you know a time gone by. I've never heard of a 1980s ghost. Yeah, well, that's frozen true. ghost, but that was something different. Yeah, Hamilton has. Uh, we kind of coin it uh, the the ghost of colors because uh, the Royal Connaught has the lady in white. The, across the street, um, it's going to be the King and Queen, the old Capitol Theater, that has the lady in brown. Uh, and now Hamilton Place has the lady in red. Uh, 1980s, this is a first for me. I've never encountered a ghost in a 1980s dress like this. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. 
so okay, so I would imagine, Steph, that your line of work would be this is something I would expect to have happen around Halloween, I'll be honest. So why why now? Why this time of year? Because it it, it doesn't I don't know when ghost hunting season would normally yeah. be. Doesn't seem like it's ghost time. Well, that's the thing. Uh, well, I, I live haunted Hamilton all year round. It's been my career for 20 years, for 24 hours a day. <laughs> so I'm trying to show the world that the paranormal is all, all around, not just at Halloween. October 31st is when the veil is at its thinnest and ghosts can make contact most easily with you. It doesn't mean they can't make contact with you any other time of the year. And uh, it's all about how, how you communicate, where you, the location you're at. And for me... Uh, anniversaries of death, so tragic, tragic incidences, events can be a good trigger object. You don't wait for Halloween; you wait for the event that happened on. Sometimes, you know, every place is haunted. Every place has a story to tell. You, you can be there in the sunlight. You can be there at nighttime. It doesn't matter. Okay, so just I just have a second here or a minute here left to go. Tell me this: you're going to get people down into the bowels of of Hamilton Place, the lights are going to go dim, and then all of a sudden some person dressed as a crazy person is going to jump out and yell boo and just scare the crap out of everybody, right? No, 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 absolutely not. I have to state this. Next time I see a person, I'm going to give you a smack. (laughs) Because Haunted Hamilton, this is my reputation, and I have to be taken seriously, and I'm always going to try and disprove something's paranormal before it's paranormal. I'm not going to be dressing up there in a top hat and a cloak and and entertain you in a different way where that's jolly and that i'm going to take you to the real history i'm never going to fake anything the equipment's real it's based on scientific methods as well as a bit of psychic stuff that's thrown in if if it's there but never anything and nothing's ever faked if you're going to experience something it's going to be real so So this camera so this is not then about just scaring the people who come along this isn't about just getting a good scary moment Absolutely not. Paranormal investigation. You could sit in a haunted location all night and nothing will happen and it's boring as hell. Uh, it just depends. So, it, Like I said, if you experience something, it's going to be real. Hauntedhamilton.com? Yep, hauntedhamilton.com. If you are interested, uh, Spooky Steph, Steph Lechniak, uh, the tour goes Friday and as you say with Mitch uh, Markowitz who is the uh, who was one of the founders, one of the producers of Hilarious House of Frightenstein. He's actually going to be on the show in studio later this week to talk about Hilarious House of Frightenstein. He's working on a documentary, and I, that that was one of the great yeah, shows he's ever. So excited to talk about that. He has lots of neat things to tell you about that. I have no doubt. But if you are interested in more about Steph, uh, hauntedhamilton.com. Steph, thanks for doing this tonight. Thank you so much for having me.